0: My name's Ace, I'm Harold, and this is our fourth podcast, our third in a series of uh, talking about authority. Our podcast is called Church, Does It Really Exist? And we are dealing basically with the issue of authority. Who has all of authority and um, obviously um, we recognize that God has all of authority christ
1: has all authority
0: and that's been handed down to the apostles Mm -hmm. so we dealt with them last two podcasts now today i i did say we were gonna um this podcast was going to be about the elders authority but um we're gonna deal with that next time what we're gonna deal with is uh timothy and titus authority uh how did they get their authority to uh to do what they we're comm- um, uh, commissioned to do by Paul, and we'll take a look at that. Mm-hmm.
1: So we'll start in with the verse,
0: 1 yeah. Timothy.
1: And uh, chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. Warning against false teachers. As I urged you when I was going to Macedonia, remain at Ephesus so that you may charge certain persons not to teach any different doctrine, nor to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies, which promote speculations rather than the stewardship from God that is by faith. The aim of our charge is love that is that issues from a pure pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith then we go back to the word charge is perigilio but here the aim in in verse 5 is charged but perigilia
0: so we see here that the word charged is used twice but they're two separate greek words and when he says in verse 3, you may charge certain persons, that's perigilio, meaning, Timothy, you are to command certain people not to teach a different doctrine. And then in verse 5, he says, the aim of our charge, which is perigilia, we are commissioning ourselves to do. Our charge is love that is issued from a pure heart. The aim of our command or the aim of our mandate, or direction is with love. So with love, we approach the people and charge them or command them or commission them or direct them to, uh, uh, for a certain purpose. And that is not to teach a different doctrine. So we'll move on to the next one, which is a cross-reference
1: from 1 Timothy, and it goes to Galatians. Chapter 1, verse 6 through 8. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, Let him be accursed.
0: Yeah, and and what we're showing is that uh, Timothy was to remain in Ephesus and he was to command people, certain persons, not to teach a different doctrine. But we also see Paul in uh, the Galatian church um, dealing with similar issues in a different gospel. So we we're just trying to show that not only in Ephesus, but in Galatia, they were having issues with people coming in, teaching a different doctrine, a different gospel. Uh, and I would say that doctrine and gospel kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's similar issues that they were dealing with. And remember, this is a the, the church is just starting to build its foundation here. Uh, the apostles um, are, are still alive. They're, you know, Paul's writing his letters to the churches, directing them, Peter, um, and so uh, we see that uh, they're young people, young in the faith, they're being persuaded sometimes by uh, Judaizers who want to bring them back into the law and all of those things. So Paul is sending Timothy out, uh, as well as, uh, we'll, we'll see, Titus was sent out, to deal with some of these things, to deal with this different doctrine or whatever it was. It doesn't really state what what the actual thing is other than he does hint at it when it says in verse 4 of uh, 1 Timothy 1.4, um, nor devote themselves to myth and endless genealogies and promote speculation rather than stewardship from God. That is by faith. So all of these things were um, creeping into the uh, to the ecclesia, and um, Paul sent Timothy sent Timothy to Ephesus and said, you know, you've got to command these people not to teach these things. Um, and so that's why that's why we're just making the comparison with the the Galatian church and the and the Ephesians church. Yeah. So we go to 1 Timothy, chapter 1, verses
1: 18 through 20. This charge I entrust to you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience. By rejecting this, some have have made shipwreck of their faith, among whom are the Hymenaeus, and Alexander, who, whom I have handed over to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme me. Here again, for the word charge is perigilia, and Paul's handing it over to Timothy.
0: Yeah, and, and here is uh, where we really see that um, Paul's handing the authority off to right. Timothy. He's saying, this charge I entrust to you, Timothy. And if you read the whole letter, you're going to see that he goes on to talk about command and teach and 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 how people are to live according to the the gospel, according to the doctrines that are that are laid out in scripture. Uh, and at that time, it was just the the writings of of Paul uh, that they had. He would send these letters, and they would be read in, in as they gathered together. He tells Timothy that. It's going to be a war, and, um, and and you need to hold fast to, to the faith and a good conscience, um, because it has shipwrecked some, and he, he names two people there, Hymenius and Alexander, um, and he's basically set judgment upon them and handed them over to Satan, uh, that they may learn not to blaspheme. Yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> Timothy
1: chapter 4 verses 11 through 16. Command and teach these things. Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhort, to teach, not to neglect the gift you have which was given you by prophecy When the council of elders laid their hands on you, practice these things, immerse yourself in them, so that all may see your progress. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by so doing you will save both yourself and your hearers. There again, the word command was perigilio.
0: Yeah, and it, whenever that Greek word's used, it is um, it is commanding others. Uh, perigilia is um, um, Paul's commanding Timothy to to carry out a certain thing. Where like in First 1 Timothy one eighteen, this charge I entrust to you. This command I'm I'm entrusting to you to carry this out. Uh, and when you carry it out, I want you perigilio to command and teach these things. Uh, so, he was able to command them and teach as well. Um, and he says, so, you know, let no one despise your youth. Uh, Timothy was, uh, was a young uh, person, not sure what the age is, but he's he's saying, I know you're going to go there, and I know some people are going to say, um, look down on your youth mm-hmm. because you're young. And, Uh, Apparently, he wasn't young in the faith in in the sense that Paul trusted him, Paul um, believed and Paul taught him, so Paul had confidence in Timothy that he was able to teach and command and carry these things out in in Ephesus. Um, And he said, uh, also be an example. Mm -hmm. He said, Timothy, be an example to the people. In every in every way, in your love and your faith and purity, um, and then he says, "Do this until I come, and devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, exhortation to teaching." And apparently, at one point, um, elders, I believe, probably in Jerusalem, uh, they commissioned um, Paul and Timothy, but they they had uh, prophesied and laid hands on Timothy and sent him out to basically carry out um, these duties. Yeah, so we go to 1 Timothy 5, 7 through 8. Command
1: these things as well, so that they may be without reproach. But if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever.
0: Here again, it was perigilio for the word command we see that in in ephesus apparently there was issues of people not taking care of their their families mm-hmm. um and they were neglecting them and we uh also see um because there's nothing new under the sun we see also uh jesus dealing with this similar thing in uh in matthew fifteen one through nine when he's talking to the pharisees and the scribes
1: yeah yeah this is it was good then Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said why do your disciples break the dra- traditions of the elders for they do not wash their hands when they eat he answered them and this is Jesus talking. he answered them and why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition for God commanded all Honor your father and your mother, and whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. But you say, if anyone tells his father or his mother, what you would have gained from me is given to God. He need not honor his father. So for the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. You hypocrites. Well did Isaiah Prophecy of you when he said, and this is Isaiah uh, twenty nine thirteen. This people honors me with the with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. They've gone way off to the wayside there.
0: Yeah. So we see uh, it, it, back in the Gospel of Matthew. Um, uh, the Pharisees and the scribes were trying to get around taking care of their parents. Um, And so they figured out a way. If they gave it to God, they didn't have to take care of their parents. Um, We don't know all the specifics about that, but we see here that in Ephesus, a similar thing was going on because he says uh, command these things as well so that they may be without reproach but and this is a first timothy 5 7 and 8 um, because they weren't providing for their families and he said if you do not provide for your family you are you are worse than an unbeliever and we see jesus using similar language he said you hypocrites well did isaiah prophesy That you you with your lips basically uh, try to honor me, but your heart is far from me. You know, in vain are are you worshiping me uh, by teaching the doctrines and commandments of men. It it becomes tradition, and and that's what we see. um, That's crept into the um, to the ecclesia or the you know into the church. um, Is the traditions of men have uh, carry the day no longer are they sticking to scripture but it's what it's what men have said it's what men have established the other thing
1: is is that people just a lot of people just want to hear it from somebody else and take it as gospel when they're not even they're not even being like at the brands and checking it out or anything else they're just taking someone's word for
0: it and this is this is really not good no, and that's why Paul was sending Timothy out with the authority to command these people. Yeah. He's saying, "I want you to command them that if if they don't take care of their their parents, their relatives, in that sense, they have a responsibility that they're worse than an unbeliever. Yeah. They may as well not even confess they are believers if if they're going to do that." So he, he was charged with this, and Timothy was responsible to command this. So he had the authority to command. And and basically that's what we're trying to bring out in this podcast is that Timothy, and then we'll look at Titus in a few minutes, um, had this authority from Paul to mm-hmm. carry these out, to command people, and to teach. So we'll go to 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 11 but
1: refuse to enroll younger widows, for when their passion draws them away from Christ, they desire to marry. And the word refuse is peritmei. Uh It's to beg off, uh, deprecate, decline, shun, avoid, ex- excuse, entreat, refuse, and reject. So for, we'll go, go to 1 Timothy. Chapter 6, verse 17. As for the rich in the, in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. Here again, it was perigilia to, for the word charge. So, he's giving them a command.
0: Yeah. yeah, he gives them a command. Yeah. And, a, you know we all can fall in this trap where earthly things become our priority and we start setting um our heart on riches and uh, that seems to be the, a lot of the case
1: and I even mean, the case a lot of times even you know today it's yeah. it's never changed right and Not we we all
0: can get caught up in that yeah. and he said you know basically uh, do not store up treasures on earth that can rust <laughs> and moths can eat, but store up treasures in heaven. Yep. Um, and so we see that um, that was happening uh, even in the uh, Ephesian church. So now we go to Titus five. This
1: is why I left you in Crete, so that you might put what remained into order and appoint elders in every town as I directed you and the appoint is Catholicist to me, to place down permanently, to designate, constitute, appoint, be, conduct, and make ordain set.
0: Yeah, so we see we, uh, you know, Timothy was uh, sent to Ephesus to deal with issues there. And now we see Titus is sent to Crete. And he is to appoint elders. He had been given the authority to go in and appoint elders.
1: So we'll move on to Titus one thirteen. Therefore, rebuke them sharply, that they may be sound in the faith. And uh, rebuke is elgitio. To confute, admonish, convict, convince, tell a fault. Rebuke, so... The word sharply is apotomos, abruptly pre-repertorially in a way that leaves no opportunity for denial or refusal little, so
0: so we see yeah. here that that titus is uh, to rebuke them sharply and basically they are to he are, is to convince them tell them um and sharply ha- carries the idea in a way that leaves no opportunity of denial and refusal. You are to rebuke them to the point they can't deny what you're saying and they can't refuse what you're saying. Um, And so, again, um, Paul felt confident in Titus that he was able to rebuke them in such a way that they could not deny them. They deny what he was saying or refuse what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there, he carries—he's carrying that authority, he's carrying that that responsibility um, that Paul had given to him to carry out this work in Crete.
1: Yeah. So now we'll go to Titus two one. But as for you, teach what accords with sound doctrine. Two through ten, older men are to be sober-minded, dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith, in love and in steadfastness. Older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers, nor slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good, and so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands that the Word of God may not be reviled. Likewise, urge the younger men to be self-controlled.
0: Titus 2.7, Paul uh, is directing this to Titus. This is how you you are to teach. Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good
1: works, and in your teaching, show integrity, dignity and sound speech that cannot be condemned so that an opponent may be put to shame having nothing evil to say about us
0: yeah and so, that so again he's telling uh, he's telling titus to teach the sound doctrine and instruct older women older men younger women younger men and in, in, in the various um, stages of life and this is but you have to show yourself with respect and a, good, and a model of good work. So be an example, and here's how to be an example. Um, you are to teach showing integrity and dignity and, and sound speech that cannot be condemned. So, uh, you know, uh, he's given a responsibility. Paul's directed him on the sound doctrine and he's directed him on how he is to act when he's giving this to them and setting an example before them. Uh, so he has a two-fold responsibility is that he has to be able to uh, command people, correct people. He's, he's got to be able to establish sound doctrine for the, for the purposes of each, each function. And then he's got to do it also as an example, as a good model for mm-hmm. these people to see. Yeah, and he
1: has to do it with authority, but it's with the loving kindness and all that, it's still involved in it, right? Right That's what you just right. said. So And then he goes on and uh, to and the it, bond servants? Yeah. Yeah. Addressing bondservants. Bond servants are to be submissive to their own masters in everything. They are to be well pleasing, not argumentative, not pilfering, but showing all good faith. So that in everything they may
0: adorn the doctrine of God our Savior. Yeah. So here he's direct he's talking about slaves to their masters and how they are to act. Mm-hmm. Um and so he's instructing anywhere from older men to older women, younger women, younger men, and now bond servants or slaves to their masters. Um all walks of life, all functions. Um, where people lived, and he was to direct them, he was commanding them, he was teaching them. He had a lot of responsibility, but he had the authority to do it, and that's what we're we're establishing, the authority of Timothy and Titus today. And who exactly has the authority? Yeah.
1: So Titus 2.15, Declare these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one
0: disregard you. There it is, back to the full authority yep. that was so, given to him. We, we see here that Paul says you have full authority to exhort and rebuke. And just like he told Timothy, don't let him look down on your youth. Mm-hmm. He's telling Titus, uh, let no one disregard you because of your youth uh, or, or whatever the situation may be. And so, um, you know, they, they were... Battling against the forces of evil, mm-hmm. who was creeping into the ecclesia, into the church, and trying to destroy it from the inside out, and that's how Satan works. Satan doesn't work from the outside in; he he works from the inside out. Correct. They will they will rise among you, and so there needed um, these people to come and teach, uh, because at this time all they had was the letters, and. Um, and, and, and we don't know how, how all the letters were shared among among the, all the churches, but you know um, a letter was written to a church. It was read and, and it was to be carried out. And then after the you know, as the letters being sent, Timothy would go, Titus would go. I mean these letters are written to individuals to mm-hmm. Timothy and Titus. You are to go here uh, into Ephesus and Crete. And you are to establish this doctrine. You are to establish this with the authority that I have given you. So they had full authority at that time. So um, that pretty much we, finishes up uh, Timothy and Titus, unless you have anything else to say. I No, I, you covered it quite well. So next week, we will be um, looking at the elders' authority, uh, and so stay tuned because uh, it only gets better from here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that's it for today. We'll see you later. Thanks for thanks for viewing. Bye. Bye.